0: Hello and welcome to this episode of I Think I'm Gonna Lose It, a podcast about losing weight, getting healthy, and trying to have some fun in the process. My name is Dana Tophig, I'm your host, and if you've never listened to this podcast before, here's what you need to know. I'm a middle-aged guy who has struggled with his weight his whole life. At the beginning of March, I was as heavy as I've ever been before, and I finally decided to do something about it. I'm using this podcast to talk about what I'm doing, how i'm doing and what i'm learning in the process so that's the cliff notes version if you want the full story you can listen to some of the back episodes but today we're going to talk about exercise now that i've dropped a few pounds it's time to get moving i'll let you know what i'm doing to step up my fitness and the two people who are inspiring me as i try to get going and we'll check in to see what the scale is saying but first we're going to take on an age-old question. How much of a role does exercise play in losing weight? I'm ready. I hope you are. Let's get started. So I'm about three months into what I hope is my last attempt to lose weight and get healthy. Until this point, nearly my entire focus has been on my eating habits. I started Weight Watchers in early March, and over that time, I've gotten pretty good at managing what I eat. I've lost a pretty good chunk of weight, too. We'll talk more about that later. But for the past month or so, I've been talking a lot about stepping up my exercise game, and I guess it was time to stop talking about it. What role exercise plays in losing weight and keeping it off is something that has been studied, debated, and written about a lot. I took a little time to explore this question, and I'll link to some of what I found in the show notes, but the research pretty much confirms what I thought and what most people know. Exercise is important, but it is not a weight loss strategy. Now, this is an oversimplification, but to lose weight, you have to create a calorie deficit. You have to burn off more calories than you take in. It's the basics of weight loss. Now, according to research in several articles, Exercise accounts for about 10 to 30% of our daily calorie burn. That's not really that much. In fact, the majority of calories are burned by simply living. It's the energy our body expends to keep the body going, to keep our blood pumping, to keep our heart pumping, to keep our spleen doing whatever the heck it is a spleen does. This is your metabolism, and you're kind of stuck with it. Now, exercise can have some effect on calorie burn, but working out is not the best way to lose weight. Here's an example, and this comes from an article in Vox.com that I'll definitely link to in the show notes. Check it out. So Vox quoted a researcher from the National Institutes for Health who used NIH's Healthy Body Weight Planner tool to conduct an experiment. They created this hypothetical 200-pound man Who would keep his diet the same, but increase his exercise. Namely, he'd start running four times a week for about an hour each time. Now, over a month, that man would lose five pounds. And that's not bad, but chances are that this fictional human, if he's at all like real humans, would make changes to account for this increase in exercise. And let's be honest, for most people, four hour-long runs a week, is a lot of exercise. Our fictional human might take in a little bit more food to power up, might rest a little bit more at night to try to recover. In that case, there'd be even less weight loss. So it's not like you can't lose weight by exercising, but you'd have to exercise a lot, a whole lot, to create a significant calorie deficit. And to lose the amount of weight that I needed to drop when I started this program, which was like 80 pounds, maybe more, well, that would take damn near forever. So if you want to lose weight, changing your eating habits is the best way to do it. You take in less calories, you create a bigger calorie deficit. But this doesn't mean you shouldn't exercise. Exercise has a whole host of health benefits. It helps your body function better. It keeps disease away, like diabetes and heart problems and cancer. And there's research that it even prevents cognitive disorders like dementia. And research shows that exercise is really important to keeping weight off once you've lost it. Take those who are on the National Weight Control Registry, which includes people who have lost a significant amount of weight, at least 30 pounds, and kept it off for more than a year. Research on registry participants shows that 90% of them make exercise a part of their weight loss maintenance routine. 90% use exercise to maintain the weight that they lost. And for me, that is key. As I've said in previous episodes, I've lost weight a number of times. 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 30 pounds. But each time, I've gained it all back and then some. So to truly become healthy and to keep the weight I lose off, I know I have to exercise more. But the question is, what should I do? Well, to answer that, I turn to someone who has taught me a lot throughout my life. My father. Now Rafi Tovig was many things. He was a good dad. He was a loving husband. He was a very loyal friend to a lot of people. He was also an outstanding physician who cared deeply about his patients and served as a mentor to younger doctors he worked incredibly hard but he also knew how to have fun and relax he led by example and through his actions he taught me a tremendous amount but one word that people probably wouldn't use to describe my dad was athlete it wasn't that he was lazy it's quite the opposite Dad just really wasn't that into sports. He couldn't really throw the frisbee or toss a baseball, and he was an awkward swimmer. And while he was strong in that weird kind of dad way, I don't think he ever really lifted weights for fitness. And yet, as I've been thinking about getting healthy and getting active, my dad is serving as a role model to me, even though he passed away a few years ago. Let me explain. I'm the youngest of four kids and my dad was a little older when I was born. He was 44. So my earliest memories of my dad were when he was in his fifties. Now I wouldn't say my dad was fat, but he was paunchy and he had a pretty big stomach. And when he was right about my age, which is 51, he decided it was time for him to lose some weight and to get in shape. Dad found an old bike in the garage and thought he would try riding. It was a little scary at first, honestly. He was pretty unsteady and very slow. He frequently got off his bike to walk up hills, and I recall at first, at least, he got really winded. But I also remember that my dad dedicated himself to it. He'd come home after seeing patients for 12 hours or more in his office and at the hospital and get changed and go for a bike ride. Now, I should say that sometimes his sartorial choices were interesting. He'd have sneakers, the dress socks, shorts, a dress shirt, and his helmet. I remember my brother and sisters and I would often laugh at the way he looked. But pretty soon it became evident that dad had fallen in love with bike riding. He got pretty good at it too. Sometimes on the weekend he'd disappear for hours on his bike and I, I don't think it was just because he had four kids at home. And I remember a few times he did this New York City bike ride where they go through all five boroughs. Now he wasn't fast. He wasn't worried about looking the part. And he did lose some weight thanks to exercise and, of course, some dietary changes. But most importantly, bicycling became part of who he was. He loved it. And that's what kept him doing it, even into his 80s. And I think that's what my dad is trying to teach me. If exercise and fitness are going to be an important part of my life, I have to do something that I enjoy. And here's the truth. I hate going to the gym. Now look, I really admire people who enjoy it. Those who can go to the gym, know exactly what they need to do, get through it, feel great, and then come back the next day. Being fit and the high they get from exercise keeps them going. They never seem to get bored. Well, that ain't me. The gym bores the crap out of me. So as I prepared to step up my fitness game, I started realizing that I had to find something that would be fun and interesting so that, like my dad, I'd keep doing it. I found inspiration for that somewhere else. I'm sure most of my listeners know that music. It's Gonna Fly Now, the theme from the movie Rocky. I'm a huge Rocky fan. I've seen every movie multiple times. That includes the first two, the third one with Mr. T, the fourth one with Ivan Drago. I've even seen Rocky V multiple times, and honestly, that may be one of the worst movies ever made. I've seen Rocky Balboa, the Creed movies, you name it. If it's a Rocky film, I'm in. If you're ever looking to get pumped up to work out, watch one of the training sequences from the Rocky movies, especially the first three films in the franchise. Every time I see one of these movies, I want to try boxing, or at least try training for boxing. I'm not necessarily interested in getting punched anymore. That may sound silly, but it's just something I've always found inspiring. Well, about a month ago, I was leaving our local Trader Joe's, and I saw that there was a boxing gym in the same plaza. I'd seen it before, but kind of shaken my head and said, no, I'm too big for that. But I'd lost some weight. And before I could talk myself out of it, I went in and made plans to take a class. So these are essentially group fitness classes that combine rounds of punching a heavy bag with aerobic exercise and core work. So there I was on Memorial Day taking a free class. I arrived about half an hour early. I was shown how to wrap my hands, and I borrowed a pair of gloves from the gym. Pretty soon, I was in the middle of a 75-minute workout. I was doing okay for a little while, but about halfway in, it started getting ugly. I really struggled to the end. After I finished, I got in the car and thought I'd record how I was feeling. So here is the live report. I just finished a 75 minute boxing class uh, this is really the first organized exercise class I've taken in I don't know how many years, so I thought I'd tell you how I'm feeling right now, which is uh, very tired and but i i I would say the good thing is I got through the class mostly with taking some breaks and um I didn't die, and so those are both really good things um I uh, have lost a lot of strength. I don't have much core strength. Um, But I do know this. 35 pounds ago, there's no way I could have done this. There's just no way. So that's progress. But um, I am going to go home and take a long shower. And uh, honestly, uh, I'm not sure I'm going to be capable of doing much else for the rest of the day. But I'm glad I did it. It was a lot of fun. I'm going to try this for a month, these boxing classes for a month, and uh, see if that catches on. So there you have it, the live report. Well, since I've recorded that, which was May 27th, I've gone several more times. I'm actually really enjoying it. Uh, The workout moves fast, it's constantly changing, and you get to hit the crap out of something, which is very cathartic. The core work is brutal for me. My abs are essentially a combination of jelly, pudding, and silly putty. But after a couple of weeks of classes, I am noticing some small progress. Very small. But progress nonetheless. I'm not sure if this is a long-term answer to my fitness goals, mainly because I don't know what my fitness goals are right now. I'm going to have to figure that out. But at this point, I just want to be active and have a little fun doing it. And if I can get a little aggression out in the process... That's probably better for everyone. Okay, it's time for a check-in to see how the program's going and what the scale is saying. So like I said, I've been on this weight loss journey for about three months now. I started at the beginning of March weighing 262 pounds, the most I've ever weighed, I lost a whole bunch of weight at the beginning, like four to five pounds a week. In the second month, it kind of stepped down to two to three pounds a week. But in the past month, things have really slowed down. Now, I went into some of the reasons for that in the last episode, but from the beginning of May until Memorial Day, I lost about four and a half pounds, so about a pound a week. Now, that's not bad, and it's to be expected that things will slow down. But I won't lie. I was a little frustrated, but the good news is I had a bit of a breakthrough this time. So I just weighed myself this morning, and I'm 222.2 pounds. So in about three and a quarter months, I've lost 40 pounds, and I've lost about five pounds since Memorial Day. So after spending part of this episode telling you that exercises and a weight loss strategy, I do think that the exercise kind of helped me break through a plateau there. We'll see if that continues. Of course, the scale isn't the only indicator of success. I'm feeling a lot better. I have a lot more energy. My knees hurt less. I'm sleeping better. And most of my pants are so big on me now that I look like a khaki clown when I wear them. I'm actually buying new clothes, but with more weight to lose, I don't want to break the bank on new duds just to have to buy more in another few months but I guess that's a good problem to have. If there's one area for concern, it's that I've noticed myself being really hungry again and kind of mindlessly eating. It may be related to the exercise that I'm just more hungry, or I may be a little bit bored with my food choices recently and have to do something about that, but I've noticed that I'm just kind of snacking without thinking. I'll give you an example. We recently bought Cinnamon Toast Crunch for our kids for breakfast. Now. I believe Cinnamon Toast Crunch should be a controlled substance. I don't know if it's dusted with meth or something, but it is truly one of the most addictive foods known to mankind. Anyway, i pour a bowl of cereal for my kids, and then i pour a few Cinnamon Toast Crunch squares into my hand, and then a few more, and then a few more, and then the next thing you know, I've eaten like a quarter cup of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and I have to log those few points on my app. It's not something necessarily to be worried about, But it's something to keep an eye on because mindless eating is what's gotten me in trouble. It's what gets a lot of people in trouble. I just would eat without thinking. And if there's one thing that this program has done, it's made me think about what I'm putting in my body. And that can't change. Anyway, I'm going to be keeping an eye on that. But on the other side, I have to admit that I'm starting to think that maybe I can really do this. Maybe this time I'm going to lose it and I'm going to keep it off. I don't know. I'm not cocky about it, but I'm definitely feeling a little bit more confident. I guess that's a good thing. So I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep doing this podcast. And I'm glad you're on this journey with me. Onward we go. Well, that's all for this time. Thanks for taking the time to listen. And again, thank you for being on this journey with me. I hope you find this podcast interesting, entertaining, and maybe a little helpful. But remember, if you're going to make changes to your diet or your fitness routines, work with a professional. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a trainer or anything like that. I'm just a caveman. That's an old SNL reference for you youngsters out there. Anyway, be sure to reach out to me by email at loseitpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at Lose It Podcast. Our next episode will come out around the end of June. And if you like what you're hearing, please share this podcast with others and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you next time on I Think I'm Gonna Lose It. See ya.